In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There are two things that dance can never be again. Beautiful and cheerful. You are living with dangerous people. Why does everyone think the worst is over? Welcome to The Syndicate, a film and TV podcast. Be a part of the conversation as industry insiders, genre lovers, and cinephiles dare to peek beyond the curtains of imagination and dive into the art of cinema. Join us as we want you to spend less time scrolling and more time watching. Now here's your host, Armand Haddad. Hey, Ali. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. Thank you for having me. I thought I might have gotten canceled. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you didn't watch the movie last time. Yeah, I was so nervous. I was like, "He's never gonna have me back!" Oh my god, that was so. like the best moment ever. <laughs> As we're going to Aaron's, you're like, "So, yeah, uh, are we gonna watch it there? Are we gonna go to the movies?" It was a violent night, everyone. And I was like, "Oh, oh god!" It was like a moment in a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> It's like record scratch, fade to black and white. Probably wondering how I got here. (laughs) But no, we did watch uh, the movie that we're going to be talking about today. Last year, we talked about Suspiria by Dario Argento from 1977. And now we're talking about the remake from 2018 by Luca Guadagnaro. Um, Guadagnino, another Italian man. But anyways... Allie, since this is our first time watching this movie once again, what were your first impressions turning off this movie? My first impressions as the movie started, switching it up a little bit, was uh, I had to pause and go, am I watching the right movie? <laughs> is this the right. remake or is this like one of the sequels? Did I, <laughs> which one did I pick? Um, but no, it was right. I, I got my dinner during half of it and I had to come back to it because it was long. It was long. 
It's two they and added half hours. like 50 more minutes. Yeah. Some for the better, some not. Um, <laughs> it was bizarre. I came out, I came out very unsettled and not a good unsettled, I feel. You were shook. Shook. Yeah. I forgot about that word. <laughs> I think you, I think that's an appropriate response to this film because like, there are moments where I paused it because like, you know, Suspiria 1977, even though it is a slasher, a proto slasher film of the time, um, it was still artistic in a way, yes. especially with the art direction and the colors and the music and everything all about set design. Uh, with this, it's like, okay, we're going to like go into the underworld and it's like this dark drab movie and it's like super gory and very, very unsettling. There's many sequences where I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, like, cringing in my seat. And then I thought to myself, Allie's going to think I'm a psycho for recommending <laughs> this movie. No, I would never think you're a psycho. Um, I th- it felt like more of those one, like, hey, we watched this. Let let It's like a fun friend watch together. Yes. Like, one of those. And then we didn't know what we were getting into. So it was no. an adventure. Let's yeah. put it on and find out. Yeah. So and we with, did. Oh, we found. Yeah, we fucked around. And then we found out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is like I mean, it is comparing apples and oranges with like the original film versus the remake, because like, yeah, even though structurally they're very similar. It's about this uh, American young woman that joins a dance group uh, in Germany. Like that's like the core of the film. And then there's witches with the original film, which I was pleasant i i enjoyed how it was structured where like you didn't really know what was happening yeah. until like pretty close to the end like oh my god it's a coven of witches they're like killing everybody with this m- movie it's like within the first five minutes it's like and it's about witches yeah so it like makes sense the changes they made by letting you know they're witches up front like it makes sense what i don't know they made so many good decisions that didn't really interconnect i feel i don't know what do you mean i just like i feel like a lot of the decisions like the 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 twist at the end um it just all of them feel like oh this would be really cool this is like would make a good story but it just didn't i don't know it didn't connect for me a little bit i don't want to like give the twist away right now so that's why i'm being very vague. Okay, we'll we'll get into it in a little bit then. <laughs> yeah, I maybe it'll maybe it'll come together at the end. It'll come together in the end. The weird like in spaghetti the in my brain. <laughs> yeah, I will say I'm happy they took out one good change. I liked was taking out the weird like dude love interest for the main girl from the original. Who was the love interest? Was it like I the think inspector? It, no, it was like one of the boys who worked at the oh my god place yes oh my god yeah Yeah, i remember okay yeah because in the first movie one of the dudes was like borderline creepy peeping tom type thing because it's like an all-girl thing yet there's there's dudes there i mean it could be dude witches warlocks wizards yeah well they needed boys in the the dance group group too right didn't they lift some of the girls yeah it was ballet yeah, and the fr- yeah. okay, yeah, that's a good distinction because in the first film it was ballet, and you need you need dudes to lift the ballerinas. With this, it's more—I don't want to say jazz, 
but it it, it wasn't ballet. It was very yeah. free form, very modern. Yeah. So yeah, so I guess in that case, the film can get away with the all girl dance group because I think that lends more into the the theme of like witches, femininity, which we're gonna get yeah. into with this film because I think it's very important because like a whole bunch of people can watch the Suspiria remake and leave with different things about like what it means uh, to be like a feminist or to be a woman. Was it intertwining with witchcraft in some, in some way? As someone who um, I, I dabble in my, my witchcraft. Um, Like I'm definitely not a Wiccan um, because that's a religion and you really have to dedicate time to practice and that Um, I'm more of, I think probably eclectic. So I really like my candles and stuff. And I'm, I don't know, I'm like more of a cutesy witch. So sometimes I'm just like, this is really gross. But I know there are some people who like this, but it's not me. <laughs> I know you have quartz. My quartz? Yeah. Don't you have quartz? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, um, <laughs> I th- I heard quartz. I'm like, oh, I have some string. I'm like, yeah, I have different colors. Quartz. I use them for my spells. But yes, quartz. I do. Yes, I have some quartz. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you have rocks. I just said rocks. Stones. Yes, I have rocks. I have rocks. Um, Charge them in the yeah. moon. I'm, But I'm so bad about, like, my moon stuff. I miss the moon phases. I really, I'm a new moon girly. Like, I work with a new moon. And then I like my uh, candles. I like candles. I'm okay. big candles. Yeah. Candle okay. colors. Yeah, use yellow. Yellow's my favorite. That's it. Uh-huh. Use yellow candles. Ah, uh, yes, yellow. Okay, let's get into the film. We are dancing upon the themes of witchcraft and ghoulies. So, Allie, we talked a little bit about it. It's about uh, dancers. Talked about Germany a little bit. But, like, can you give a little bit more in-depth summary of what Suspiria 2018 is all about? Um, Suspiria 2018. Okay, when I don't know what to say, I call putting it spaghetti on the table. You throw the spaghetti down and you look at it and you try to figure out what the heck it is. I would describe this movie as putting spaghetti on the table. <laughs> like there were a lot of moving parts, but didn't all connect for me. Um, I think there was really cool. Like, so my summary is this girl goes to ballet, no dance Academy. That's right. So this is, I, this is the disconnect for me. All right, here we go. The, ori- the original is really about Susie. Yes. And her going through this and this just like doesn't start really with Susie. No. And we see her story, but there's really those, it's a really weird, I think it's about Suspiria. They made Suspiria more of the main character, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. her story. Mm-hmm. So now I have to reframe the whole thing in my mind and see if I like this idea. <laughs> I guess I like it when I think about it that way, but it just, I don't, I don't know. You're sometimes I just, I don't want, yeah. Sometimes I don't want to watch a movie four times to be like, I kind of get it. I think I know what they're going for. I'm old. Right. I don't got the time anymore. <laughs> let's let's get into it uh, mm-hmm. with this film. Cause like in the, f- the first movie, the story is pretty light. It's pretty... Yeah. You don't really have to pay attention to this film. With the new one, however, it's so 
steeped in lore and about world building with like the whole like if Suspiria was going to be like a book like this this felt like the novel while the original Suspiria felt like hey let's make a movie there's witches there's girls dancing there's jazz there's like a vampire at one point at the end and we're like did Dario Argento meant to make a vampire movie (laughs) Vampiria yes yeah with the new one it's like you know, there's like these three mothers and one of them is Suspirium and it's like, whoa. And it's like taking place in 1977 Berlin, about like the Berlin Wall and like segregation between like East and West Germany. And like one of the characters, the detective is fleshed out. He's like a survivor from the Third Reich. And I'm like, whoa. And at the, at the center of all this is this dance school that's free and yeah. it's about Susie because in the first <laughs> movie it was like you need to pay 150 a week I'm like that's an expensive school yeah and this it's quote free I just you can't trust a free thing I guess they're kind of playing on Americans being stupid <laughs> that's what I get from that scene don't take a free thing don't trust it All right there's no free lunch yeah but we'll get into it later um, was maybe American was really stupid, lunch. if you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but yeah, this movie, like, first of all, the entire cast is incredible. I didn't know Tilda Swinton was in it. I didn't know Dakota Johnson was in it. I didn't even know Mia Goth was in it. Like, Who's, who's Mia Goth? She was uh, the person that played Sarah, opposite to Dakota Johnson's character. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. She was great. I know. Um, oh my god! I was like, "This is incredible." I could see why she essentially got a trilogy given to her. If you don't know, she was in X, Pearl, and then there's going to be a third one coming out. Do you okay. know about these movies? No. Oh, let me tell you. She is one of the queens of A24. Mia Goth. Is- oh, okay. Now you know who I'm talking about. No, I just know A24, and I, I've enjoyed every movie I've watched so far of there, there so there I will go. definitely go check it out after. Yes, go check it out. X is the first one, and then Pearl is the second one. But Pearl is a prequel to X, and X, it's like Star Wars. It's the Star gotcha. Wars of the horror it's movies. It's A24 Star Wars, okay. A, yeah, A24 Star Wars horror movies. But anyways, back to Suspiria. Yeah, I mean, the cast was just incredible, and because of these actors just giving it their all this elevated the entire movie for me yeah i feel like there's so many parts that should have worked the actors were great the cinematography was great but there's just they're just i don't know some of the shots to make it feel so much like the original really disconnected for me like i feel like maybe they really needed to figure out what they were going to keep to pull from the original i don't know okay Allie. yes Let's get into it. What, okay. What did not work for you? What didn't work? I feel like I'm still kind of sitting on it. Like, maybe it's because I'm shook. Maybe it's because, maybe because my view of witchcraft's different. Maybe I'm still kind of trying to, like, pull out that part. Okay. Um, One part, it was, like, the end scene. I think I got really disconnected because the cin- cinematography was really great, but it didn't have the colors, like, that 
this you, you sent me the meme of this period 1977 the girl with all the the hair and then the the you know the goth girl with or for 2018 yeah. just like that was how i felt i missed the i missed the colors i really did i know it's own separate thing it definitely felt like they wanted to highlight the bleakness and the loss of colors with you know and then the holocaust stuff going on with it mm-hmm. i don't know i just didn't really know what to focus on and i definitely with as someone with adhd and like so movies are kind of hard for me so i just felt very I wasn't engaged as much. I felt like it was very slow to me. But the thing is, we need slower movies because we're getting so fast paced. Ah, I'm like, I feel like I, I feel like that meme of Sabrina with all the plates of like um, <laughs> pancakes. I'm like, I don't know where to start. <laughs> you know? Oh my god, this is. Uh, I I just love how in the same breath you're like, I love a twenty four, but this movie was too slow for me. Like A24, all their movies, almost all of them are like slow paced, the slow zoom that everyone copies now. But like with Suspiria, there was, there was a lot going on with this movie. Yeah. Because like you had the A plot, which is about Susie and her journey in this dance group. You also have at the same time, the inspector who's the Holocaust survivor who catches wind about like rumors of like uh, witches and this coven within Berlin because the beginning of the movie how how we the audience are onboarded to this journey is somehow this girl escapes the coven and i think her eyes are like plucked out or something she's like they're witches they're witches which prompts his character to be like well i have to investigate this so we had that going on and then we have his backstory of like him when he was younger fleeing from Nazi Germany with his fiance or his wife or his girlfriend, somebody. Yeah. And Anka. yes. And it's like That was like the whole movie. I'm like, which one is Anka? Like, I know this is gonna come <laughs> back. I'm like trying to be my own investigator. <laughs> like like you said, it was a plate of like as you're going through this, I could see why the plate of an uh the plate of spaghetti analogy works because like as you're going through it it's like how is all this connecting yeah and then by the time you get to the end you're like oh it does connect you don't feel that way you you think it's still disconnected and i want to know why we're going into spoilers screw it let's do it let's talk about this movie proper okay what didn't work let me hold on let me get my she's busting her notes out (laughs) The thing is, like, I didn't even finish my notes because I was like, <laughs> what am I watching? You put the pen down. And I then did. the film captured you and you're like, what am I watching? Yeah, I um, But I think that's probably perfect because I stopped watching right when it was like the end and you're like watching. OK, let's just go. No, we got we got to stop being around the bush. We just got to go through it. So the movie. It's OK. It started different. And so it started with that girl and there's the protest going on. I didn't catch that her eyes were gone. I just thought she was, I thought she still could see because she was putting all the, everything down with eyes. And I really like. It was liked... dark. I couldn't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I really liked that they had was I liked the eye imagery. They, they went through different things. They like started with eye imagery and I didn't, 
I don't, I don't know. I didn't see a lot of them, including that at the end, but that's whatever. I feel like they moved to breath work, which was really good with the dancing. And then there was the very good imagery at the end with the hands. That was my favorite. I love the storytelling with the hands, how she wanted to be their hands. And then when the stuff, when stuff happens and it's like things weren't going her way, when stuff happened with Sarah, she put the gloves on and was like, I'm not your hands anymore. That's that story. I don't know. I love, I love showing, not telling small details like that. There was a lot of good work in the script and that worked for me very much. So, so that. I guess that was really cool storytelling. I forgot to go back to the story. Anyway, <laughs> where are we at? Um, yeah. So she goes in, talks to that guy, and he's like, this girl is crazy. Um, there's no witches. Um, and then, then we finally get to Sarah. And that's what at first I was like, what movie am I watching? Is this the sequel? No. Um, I also wonder if this movie would have worked more for me if I saw all three of the Suspirias, you know? Right, because the original Suspiria has kind of two sequels. Yeah, so I don't know what I'm missing there. And I also wonder if I would have loved this more had we not seen the original. That's right, because, like, we have the... Because, like, given in an alternate timeline, if we watched this last year, and then this year I was like, hey, let's go and watch the original, how would we approach that original film? You know? So it's like... We had the context of the 1970s Suspiria and how that was a whole thing, art direction, everything. And we're looking at this, and it does its own thing. It's a complete, like, the story is, like, almost the same, and I do appreciate that with a remake. I'm glad. I think it would be kind of weird if uh, the director did a straight aesthetic remake of the 1977 Suspiria. I think, I just think it would be strange. Like it would be strange. I do wish maybe the color grading brought more of like the reds out or mm. some kind of nod to how the colors were at least, or maybe right. with like maybe doing more like the architecture was really pretty for the school, but I wish maybe they had thought about maybe the glass being more similar, something to tie it into some of the cool, um, art of the first film. Right, because like the first film is I think I said it on the podcast it was like a surrealist painting. Yeah. Like it was like watching art in like the set design the color grading and then with this it's like a realistic approach to the story because like and it's I- set in Germany you have like of the time architecture, like the stone, yeah. Brutalist I guess then you could say the like the dance they kind of tie it in by saying the dances are, and they have the red chords and the red kind of nods to it. I guess that's a good way to show that, right? I guess I don't always have to be happy about the choice they made. <laughs> <laughs> there were moments where I was like, oh, "There's a Suspiria." <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah. with the using like the red gels or blue or purple or whatever for yeah. like brief moments where I'm like, oh, there it is. There's the nod. But like most of the or color the... palette is muted. Yes, very muted. I felt like like I really wanted to go back and watch the old Suspiria, but I didn't have time. But I felt like that um, 
that two-way or the one-way mirror or whatever with the zoom on to uh, Sarah. Did they have the zooms like that in the first one? Or no? Because that kind of reminded me of it. Or is that A24's kind of thing? (laughs) In the first film, is what they call crash zoom, where they zoom in really quick. It's like, boom, into like Sarah's face. And she's like, ah, scared. (laughs) With this, it's like very atmospheric and it lets the the scenes breathe Mm -hmm. especially and i think i don't know if it's the first act or second act uh with that pretty important scene that happens early in the film with dakota johnson's character as she is i guess it's like you know what you know okay this is how i can best describe it it's passing the rubicon the point of no return because like when she joins this dance group, she's the newbie. She's the new one. She's yeah. the FNG, the fucking new girl. And she <laughs> she has to prove herself. And she's a really good dancer. And Madame Blanc, the, the I guess, uh, the supreme of this coven is like, she sees the potentiality in Susie. And she's like, oh, I thought it was Sarah, but it's actually Susie. And she holds her hands and I don't know if you noticed this, but like when she took her hands away from her hands, there's a, yeah. a slight glow in her hands and also on her feet. Yes. So there's some yes. sort of spell bestowed upon her or even uh, the essence of Suspiria uh, bestowed to her. And as she was dancing, she was killing off um, the, uh, what was it, the the sacrifice to uh, I think it's Olga. Yeah, Olga. Yeah, Olga tried to leave because she was upset about Patricia, and she called them witches. And then they like laughed about it. And then she passed, yeah, the energy on, um, and in her dance, which I I do think that's really cool. Like I don't, I don't like watching stuff like that because I'm like, oh no, they're getting hurt. But like <laughs> that is really cool writing. I like how it's like they they use the dance, moving their body is their magic and that's mm-hmm. your body it is where your magic comes from you so it's definitely they researched magic and they even showing um patricia's journals it showed that they put thought into how they wanted their magic system to work which is pretty cool and i think that kind of disconnects to me at the end with the scene i guess but i think what they built up to to that final scene it felt very like there's the structure to their magic right now and i like that uh, yeah as i was watching i was like is this real <laughs> <laughs> is this real magic i'm witnessing right now because it seems so they did their they did their research it seemed like a little bit there and i think at this point too we still don't know like we they're saying they're throwing out witches they're throwing them out this place is scary so we're we're not like brought into it um yet, like kind of like the original Suspiria, like you were saying. So there's still that like, holy crap, we're showing you how real, how raw these witches are. Like this is scary stuff. Um I don't know. I I throw I did I don't like watching that stuff because I'm a baby, but I think it's a very good scene. I think this is like one of their top moments for me in the movie. Definitely memorable. Cause like as yes. I was watching, I'm like, oh my god. Like, 
I was just ouchie. <laughs> oh my god, it was so unsettling and unnerving. Like with the original Suspiria, you had pretty extreme gore going on, but like in the back of your mind, it's like this is fake. It's very yeah. stylized, like super red blood, and yeah. With this, it's like I am almost they. They make it seem so real. It seems so visceral of like yes. this girl's body contorting as Dakota Johnson's character is dancing and twisting her body artistically. Olga's body is like being destroyed and like crumpled up and folded yeah. in ways. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is yeah, rough. They, they definitely killed it with uh, wanting everything to be realistic. <laughs> and, like, no pun I need intended. Yes, yes. And I pause the movie, I'm like, Allie's going to think I'm crazy. (laughs) No. No, I want you to invite me back. No. Yes, no, not at all. We're going to watch Suspiria (laughs) 2. Like Strip Boogle. Is there there a second one to this? No. Or Amazon's like, we're done. Ouch, we're done. This, like, I remember when this came out. This is kind of how I found out about Suspiria to begin with, is because of this remake. And there was a lot of hot takes regarding this. Like, people loved it or people hated it. People were like, oh, no. People were like, yes, queen. (laughs) I think, oh, yeah. I feel both of those things. Inside (laughs) me are two wolves, and it's those things. (laughs) It's like uh, the yin and the yang. It's like, I hate this movie, and yet I love it at the same time. Yes. Yeah, so that's the spaghetti I'm working through. <laughs> I mean, that's um, that's a complex piece of art, I would say, because like, it's, it's eliciting so many emotions out of you. It's not like, oh, yeah, that was good. It's like, what did I just experience watching yes. this film? And the key difference, and I want to get into it, because I think this is where the disconnect for you might occur, is with the first movie, we had Susie's journey, and then she realizes, oh my God, I'm in the midst of a coven of witches. I need to get out of here. Yep. And then I think at the end of the movie, she kills them all because she lights the building on fire. Yes. With uh, Suspiria Remake, Susie's character becomes the leader of the coven. Yes. And she only kills half of them. Yeah. And it's so the so when we're first introduced to them really as the coven, they're voting on who they want to be the leader of the coven. Yeah. Marcos. Yes. And so it ties into the end because Sue which is interesting. Um because I don't I didn't really pick up when Susie kind of really became sus. Piria is it maybe when she made that decision and puts on her glove, she just kind of decided she wanted that, or is it, was there a moment when like, because they're because they said they're the, sorry, I maybe I'm getting ahead of myself when You're we can not. get to it, um because the the answer is I don't know, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay because they talk about how maybe maybe I was just taking it literally the old man who is the witness that call him. So he's supposed to tell the story of this, right. which was Susie, the witness in the first one. She's a survivor. She was the, essentially the final girl. And she would essentially tell the story of what she encountered. Like, Oh my God, I, there's these witches. Okay. okay. So in this one, um, 
what was it? The old man tells us that there were three mothers that predate even Christian ideologies, yep. Suspirium, um, Tenenbaum, and then I could not, I could not hear understand half the words he was saying. So I don't know what the third one. I'm guessing it's something. Also in well, so I think it was, but in the picture, there's Marcos and then there's um, um, Blanc, but then there's a, a space there. So the third one is missing. So there should be like some. So what happened to Suspirium and that lady? Um, and it's like, is her soul floating around? Did it actually go into her? Was she born and actually that the whole time? And I don't know. See, that's the disconnect for me. I'm like, you didn't feel, finish the story for me. Here's I feel like I'm missing. Here's the thing. I'm starting to realize, okay, as the movie progressed, we had that rainbow prism-like energy. That could have been Suspirium. Oh, because I thought that was like Blanc, like, because is all the Marcos people died, right? Because yeah. she was going to take her body. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the Blanc people are still there. So Blanc probably loves Suspirium. Was the Suspirium Anka then? Because they talked about and she died in that camp and they lived. And so maybe that thing is because Anka saw the old man. Okay. Anka is so that's why she came and was nice to him. Anka is Suspirium. Okay. That's my guess. Right. That's me. That's, that's a solid it. theory. Okay. I didn't interpret it that way because, like, I thought. Because why it, else would. I mean, I guess she's Coven Mother, so she can be like, sorry, we we kind of like torture you, old man. My bad. Peace. Right. Because, <laughs> I'm so because sorry. like, they, um, they needed a witness. Well, they needed a sacrifice, and they were going to sacrifice him because they thought he was like a bad guy. He's like, I did nothing wrong. There's guilty men. I am not one of them. Um, but, like, I thought they lured him in using – they, like, tricked him, like, oh, I'm Ankh. I didn't well, die. Was... I lived. I, I didn't know. And then it was revealed. I was just taking it literally. Dakota Johnson at, at the end of the movie was like, Listen, let me tell you the truth about your former lover. Like, she tried to escape Germany. She got caught. She was put in the camp, and then she died in the camp. So, like, oh, I was like, oh, my God. I mean, that's also, I did take it literally. I just want to know who's missing in the picture. I just want to know who Suspiria is. Like, is it supposed to be her, then? Finish the picture. Is there some art out there? Do they have the picture? There's Do they think art. about that? Did they did they do this to just drive me insane specifically? <laughs> he, the, the, I'll finish the picture. <laughs> Luca, uh, the director wanted to. I mean, it's a. It, it, he listened to this conversation because, like, if he spelled it all out, we wouldn't be talking about who the third person is. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. 
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's up to your interpretation, no. Allie. And you think it's us. I think it's Sometimes. Dakota Johnson's character, Susie. Well, no, I, it is. You think so the whole time. You think it was Susie. How, when did Anka die? And when was Susie born? <laughs> I mean, Anka died in 1943. And this takes place in 1977. Her character. Uh, She's too, too old. Yeah, too young. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you think. Because I, okay, so the weird light thing, I saw that as the um, Blanc kind of like push, like, I don't know, like, because she was doing, giving them the nightmares, it seemed like, right? So I wonder if she was like projecting herself. I don't know. That wasn't super clear to me. It didn't have to be clear. Like, I I don't really, that doesn't super matter to me. But if it is like the soul of Anka or the soul of Suspiria, I don't know. I just want my like mysteries to be a little less mysterious. <laughs> you just want everything to be a nice little bow at the end. No, not always. You want you wanted the football team to come in and be like, "That's it, we're gonna kill these witches." And at the end of the movie, it's like, "All right, I'm going to college." Dun, this is, dun, this dun, is the, dun, the Buffy dun, ending. <laughs> yes, exactly. You wanted Buffy to come in. And yeah. kill everybody in the gymnasium. Kind of, kind of have been. <laughs> okay, the other disconnect was the, was the scene we've kind of talked about now at the end, where they she like kills the people voted for Marcos. Mm-hmm. It just reminded me of like Doctor Who BBC, a little bit with the explosions. So that kind of took me out because I was like, oh, everything else besides the like the other thing that looked that way, Merlin BBC esque was. The the spirit so look cheap <laughs> with the I don't long I... exposure shots and everything's all chaotic and you can't really tell and it's all dark. I don't want to call it cheap. I just think it's a style and like I I love I love that stuff. I think it's fun, but we just didn't really have a lot of that in the beginning, so it just felt very like whoa, different style. Maybe they ran out of money. Possible. They're like, huh? I want this whole cathartic scene. But I don't know how to do it. Let's just shake the camera a lot. Turn off all the lights and you can't really see what's happening. Yeah. I don't know. Trust me, it was crazy if you could see it. <laughs> well, when they woke up, they're like, whoa, that was a crazy party. So, yeah. That's literally that what tracks. happened. Yeah. Because then you yeah. see the aftermath. They're dragging the bodies out. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> either show me her blowing everyone up, clearly. Or mm-hmm. don't show it at all. Just leave it to yeah. my imagination. Yeah. I will. Okay. Um. This is kind of off. Off. It's a tangent. Okay. A little bit. One thing that kind of. I don't think I've actually seen Dakota Johnson act. Um. The so the only thing I really know her from is yeah. 
Fifty Shades uh, of Grey. Fifty Shades. And I, I, I only read the book. I didn't see the movie. So the whole time I'm going like, that's her? So that that kind of threw me a little bit. But I did think she did a great job. Like She was good. I think if I watched this the third time, I would have had a very solid idea of how I felt about this film. <laughs> you saw it twice? Yes. <laughs> I saw it once. Credits rolled. I got emotional. I was like, oh, my God. That was, that was incredible. Um, I do think I didn't I actually watch it 1.5 times because I didn't get through my second watch. But I do think I, I really was enjoying this script more the second um watch through it just felt very like when you go through the end and know what's coming mm -hmm. you see you see all all the little like seeds they planted you right. know right and one thing i'm very interested in is um there's some lines that uh they throw out um one of the mothers i think says that which is no french and when we first meet sarah when Susie first meets Sarah, um, she talks about how, um, what's her face? That Blanc's energy. Is it Blanc? Okay. This Madame is why I'm having, having trouble with Tilda Swinton's character because the x-ray on Amazon Prime did not work and said she was Dr. Kemperer, which was the old man. Oh, I'm about to blow your mind, Allie. She was. Dr. Kemperer? She's the old man? Yes. Okay, that makes a lot of sense because, like, her face looked so rubbery, and I didn't want to be, like, mean. <laughs> yeah, she okay. played, uh, yeah. Oh, thank God. She played God. the doctor character. I was like, this old man. Madame Blanc. Okay, thank God, because, like, that, I was like, that man needs to get some help. It's so rubbery. Okay. Oh. <sighs> And yes, that was you... her voicing the character, too. I didn't put it together. I was just so, what is going... The only thing I know Tilda Swinton is, is really from Marvel, right? Isn't she? Oh, yeah. She's that one guy? ancient one. Girl, yeah. Doctor Strange. Yeah. 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 Wow. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if I like this revelation. You thought it was a... I knew right away. I was like, oh, yeah, she plays a dude in this. How can she? Are we supposed to? I don't know why she made that decision. I don't know why the production made that decision of like, maybe it was her idea. Like, hey, I want to I want to play a man and like not say anything about it. Because like there isn't like a. They don't like connect them yeah. like her character. No, he would have known that that was his wife. I think she just wanted to, I think she just wanted to do something. See, here's the spaghetti. Like, where do I, where do I go from here? <laughs> anyway, so the, the line that they, that Tilda Swinton maybe, or about Tilda Swinton's witch character, not yes. her old man persona. Uh -huh. um, um, Susie says she has an energy that's transferable. So it's like, it kind of, well, kind of leads you to know that that's coming but then she says something and sarah's like is that french so it's like is sarah as sarah kind of is more of a witch than she knows like does she know more like but also if those girls are all participating in these witchy things how many times has she's participated in stuff and then her memory is wiped you know 
Right. I just, I thought that was a very, on my second watch, like that's as much as I could catch before we started, we were going to talk today, but I don't know, small things like that. I was just like, oh, wow, this next watch or yeah, this next watch, I'm going to pick up such good writing bits that I, you wouldn't see on your first run. So I, I do, I, I think the writings might not get enough credit, you know? I know what you mean. I didn't see that coming at the end. No. She's taking control. I'm trying to relate this to... Because it's using your spaghetti analogy. Also, in the backdrop of the setting, there's like a hostage terrorist situation happening. Yeah. Where like these people hijack a plane and they're keeping the people hostages and it's like a political move and I'm trying to relate that to 1970s Germany because also uh, where the coven is it's right in front of the Berlin Wall yeah so there's obviously some sort of message about like oppression and this movie is pretty much all about women. So oppression of women. Like, were you picking up on anything when you were watching this? Yeah, it was interesting. Um, like the lines they used when they pulled the old man in, like saying like, you know, I forgot exactly. But I, what I remember is like, you don't think about others. Men think they can get away with stuff or stuff like that. So it's very about like, women relying on women then he was like wait no i'm innocent um and i don't know it was just very interesting from like a feminist perspective of this is hard because i'm definitely someone like you know men's struggles are women's struggles like it's about you know us being equal however in this film like it's 1977 suspiria like the men were not equal to the women that come in they were like they just they worked for them right. in in that school mm-hmm. and this one they men were their playthings kind of like when the the police came in and they were doing like i think that that moment i knew that um sarah wasn't the same sarah in a sense or sorry i keep susie. switching them susie was wasn't the same susie like when she opened that door saw the witch is playing with the men and then closes it. You you know it's a different Susie then. Yeah. You're like, okay, this is a completely different story. Um I just I guess the disconnect for me too is my my witch my witchcraft, my craft, and my view on those things are just different from maybe this still archaic view of witchcraft. Um I think the sisterhood was real, but um, I think there's, I don't know. It was more about still fearing magic to me and not, I don't know. Yes. And cause, no. cause my man, I don't, yeah, just my, my craft's different. So it was very me trying to see, see what I want. I don't know. It's so hard. See, it's the spaghetti. I can't, I can't articulate it yet. So like. This interpretation of witchcraft, it works for a horror movie, though. Yes. But there is a disconnect between uh, reality 
and hyper reality, which is you have to make it sensational or else the movie is going to be boring. Yes. Yeah, there is that cautionary tale where it's like, well, witches are dangerous, but then the movie we have this empowering moment, which with Dakota Johnson's character, like she went from like nobody to somebody. Yeah. She became like the new girl to the leader of the whole thing. So it's like we had that rise to power and I was, I was, uh, I was thrown off and I don't know if the movie needs to be three hours long or if you need another (laughs) pass on the script to to seed those things in. But like, I felt like I was like, Oh, I think, I think when you were talking about like, here's the A plot, here's the B plot. I think there's just so many moving plots that, maybe one of them could have been dialed down or taken aback. And like, I do, I did really like learning more about the coven, the cult, but it does feel like a disconnect when they're talking about Patricia and we're like, like, Oh, she would have been so good, but she wanted to be a part of the terrorists or whatever, but she didn't want it. So like, there's this like pretending like these girls had a choice, but it doesn't feel like they did. Right. So it's just like, I don't really know where the coven stands on their ideas because, because Tilda Swinton's character feels more like she cared about, at least she cared about um, Susie, but I, like, I don't know. I know the coven's motivation is the coven and Marcos more was greedy at the end. But I just, and maybe that's good and unsettling is like, we do won't know what these like old gods would want. Right. And I, one thing is like, I wish I knew more about the girl who didn't really talk, like the witch who killed herself. That's one thing I really wish I had more of. Because that scene, it was, was it Sarah, Mia Goth's character, that kind of like possessed her or like influenced her to stab herself? Well, Sarah was walking. Because she was in a different location. And then she knew what was happening. And then she tried to get away. I don't know. She's trying to sabotage the, the group. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's a very complicated movie. Yeah. Yeah, I need one more watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Like, this film... Put the spaghetti on the table. <laughs> let's put the spaghetti on the table and let's try to organize this. I want to get off the fence on a couple things. Okay. When this movie came out in 2018, uh, it was definitely toted as, like... A feminist movie and about femininity and like female witchcraft and do you think this movie is about feminism because a part of me is like i don't think so i don't think so because the, okay this is it um so tilda swinton probably played the man because i'm guessing they didn't want they didn't want they probably wanted all the all the good all the characters mostly to be women because they're they're still the the cops you know mm-hmm. so the struck anything that's like a structure still has the men uh-huh. but he's supposed to be this like right this innocent man so maybe right. that's why he played she played him and so you're getting all this gray perspective of a bunch of women so maybe that's where you see it as there's all these different types of women and this is their story sure but i also think with feminism you need you need 
those power structures sometimes. I don't know. I definitely think it definitely right passes the Bechdel test because it's all women. It's their story, all these women's story. Mm -hmm. So I think for women, this is a good movie of like how many women are in it. Like it, it's yes, in that way, is a good win for feminism. But is the story itself? <laughs> I think you I, you can say yes because it's a women film. But I don't think like I think the story is about yeah. I guess, but it's like semantics, though, you know. On paper, it's a feminist movie, but actually watching it, it's like, uh, well, like that's not the. Am central... I leaving empowered from this movie? Is that the sentiment? Yeah, I Su- I didn't Susie leave that is... way. I mean, I'm a I'm a guy, but like, I didn't leave with a sense of like, yeah, like. Well, did rock. I feel like, hey, I'm I'm step. It's different if someone steps into their power. But it felt like this American came, took over the coven and was like, these are my ideas. Like, I, and like, I like, I like Susie because like, obviously she was upset with what happened with Sarah. She's like, this needs to change and she changes it. But, you know, I, cause I don't know. I'm still like, really holding on cause I love the glove. I love the glove, the poetry of that. And so it's like, she's like, I'm not your hands anymore. This is my show. I'm taking my power. And she like, it's more of a, it's a revenge film. This feels more like Carrie, you know? Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. So in Carrie, she gets the pig blood dumped on her and she kills everybody. In Suspiria 2018, she's like, you know what? You get the glove. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Don't make me. It's coming back. Okay. Now I actually really (laughs) like, see, I didn't say it was bad. Oops, I didn't say it was bad, the, like, BBC stuff. Like, I just thought, I was just very, like, thrown off. You're just thrown off, like, this movie had a very specific cinematic language. It was yeah giving, and then all of a sudden at the end, it's like, let's do something completely different. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Was this, like, <laughs> whose, whose idea was this? I don't know. Like, I do think I like the original better. I do, like... I did. I think I'm just on the fence, but I did like the movie. It's like I was here, and during our discussion, I'm teetering towards liking it. Wow! They're just there was so good, much good fence. in it. Yeah, <laughs> there was so much good in it, and so much work they did. But I don't. It's hard. I I just love the colors. Right. Like for me. So getting off the fence about. Okay. Feminism. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a revenge question, film, not a feminist film. Right. Like, it's awesome that this is a female-led horror film. Yes. Thriller, supernatural movie, but like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider this like a, a feminist movie. I would say Barbie is more of a pro-woman movie than Suspiria 2018. Like, yeah. I think, well, for Barbie, for me, it's like, yeah, an ode to motherhood type of thing. So, and what it means I guess, to be a woman and all that. Yeah, stuff. yeah. This you don't have that. You have uh, a girl that was instead of being brutalized by this uh, system, she takes control of it. Yes. So I guess in that way, it's like, oh, girl power, but like, it's in a, like but- a horrific way. <laughs> 
I feel like it's also but showing the change in maybe witchcraft over the years, like where everything was coven-led, coven-leader for the best of the group, and now witchcraft's becoming such an individualism-type mm. movement where you find self-care in it. It can also show just how witchcraft is changing and evolving, too. I don't know. Maybe we need to remake Suspiria again. Whoa. <laughs> and this time it could be about vampires? <laughs> it's it's about a, a woman in her apartment. <laughs> with all her succulents. <laughs> yes. And, and the battle is within her. Whoa. And now it's just Osmosis Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The coven of viruses. I don't know. <laughs> She's like, oh. Uh... That would be an A24 movie. Oh. Should be um, like, ah. What? Did they? Do you remember? I was just looking at my notes and I was, had written down the act names. Because they put this movie in six acts in the epilogue. Did mm. they do the acts in the first one? No. Okay, yeah. That felt different. I liked, I liked the cards, though. That was kind of nice. It's a good way to structure it. Yeah. I don't know if it, like, added, but, like, it was nice. It framed it. Yeah. It was a frame. It was it was a frame. Um, I want to talk about okay. So my next question. So we talked about feminism with this film. Let's get off the fence. Which film do you think is better, the original or the remake? From a purely alley perspective, <laughs> I like the original. Bold. I think I like the original more. Based. Thank you. <laughs> from uh, from your perspective, which one did you like more? <laughs> from my perspective, like I like the story of the remake. It's very rich. There's a lot yes. going on. It made me feel something, which the original did not. However, gotcha. I like the original's art direction. Yes. And everything about it aesthetically. Okay. Yeah. But if I were to pick one, the original. Based. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it's it's so hard because, like, with any remake, it's hard to really supersede the original. Yeah. And I think they did a good job of trying to make it seem different and expand on it more. But, like, ultimately, it's like, I want my I... vibrant colors. I want yeah. this surrealist adventure. I think the colors for me are important because I use so much colors in my witchcraft um, with, uh, you know, when you have your crystals, like the colors means something and which ones you choose when you, I, I told you I use candles and the colors are so important. And then glam, glamour, which is glamour magic, what you wear, your colors are so important. And I, that's something I really missed from like that kind of witchy perspective. It's like why does why does every period piece gotta be like no color? There were colors. You know? I don't know. I don't know. Back in time everything was black and white. <laughs> when did they invent colors? I don't know. I think um the wizard of the wizard from the Wizard of Oz invented oh, yeah. color. Yeah. That's when so color we gotta go in. see the wizard. <laughs> Can we have more colors again? Thank you. <laughs> no, I mean Dario Argento's command of color is the a thing to be had. And I think just making it darb, I mean, that's an aesthetic choice, but like it, it could be 
a lazy choice. I'll be bold and say it. Like Ooh. it's it's harder to make a cohesive color palette with like actually utilizing colors in an interesting way, especially vibrant colors. I and I think I think they could have gotten away with just like one or two colors being accented, maybe just in scenes, kind of like how maybe that would feel too much like uh, Sixth Sense, where you know red symbolizes the horror. Like I don't know, just uh, maybe I just want to see some red. <laughs> They could have done it. They could have done it. And like we could have had a completely different discussion too. It's like, how come these scenes are muted and these are vibrant? What does that mean to the overall story being told? Is this yeah. actually happening? Is this all in Susie's head? Oh, yeah. That would have been a unique approach to Suspiria. Yeah. Because we did, I guess, in the end scene, they did have greens. Did they have reds too? I feel like I remember greens. In With the, the, the end credits? No, with the head pops. No? Head pops? Didn't they, like, at the end scene, she was just like, you, points, and the head just, like, pops. Oh, I thought it was just red. I don't um, know. I couldn't see anything. My, it was dark. Maybe my brain <laughs> wanted a green. Oh, this is, okay, this is probably it, because, okay, I was trying to, like, so right before we recorded, I had to run to the store and get a new webcam, but I was trying to <laughs> do my second watch on, like, a phone, and I'm like, I'm like, baby to my boyfriend i'm like baby i can't i can't see anything is this your phone he's like well turn it up i'm like i can't see anything so my camera or my my tv in my room i have it set up for very dark video games so like i could see everything because i have the light up so i'm the like what are you talking about? i understand up. now okay i was I also watching this during the day and I'm oh like, yeah fuck i can't see anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'd also wonder, well, Amazon is straight to Amazon, right? This wouldn't have had, did this have a release in theaters? Yes, because it was before okay. the pandemic. So it would oh. have had a theatrical release. Okay. Yeah, because colors can be different too, right? That's true. On the screen. I yeah. do wish they um, accounted for that on home video, but what can you do? There's so many different variables of like, you know, the the settings on your monitor or yeah. your TV and they gotta have the, the phone setting. <laughs> yeah. Phone setting. Yeah, I'm sure uh, the director would be happy that you watched his film on a on a phone. <laughs> Was my second viewing. I think he'll be happy I watched it two times. <laughs> Just how he intended me to watch it. <laughs> With like the UI overlaid on it, the volume. Stop shaming me. Again, like the text alerts dropping down. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um What else are we on the fence about? Was that it? My final question. Which would you recommend to a friend? The original Suspiria or Suspiria twenty eighteen? I would recommend the original. Um, I made a joke to um, my partner today. Um, when you, If you had asked me for the elevator pitch, I was going to just give a long pitch about watching the original. <laughs> so, Well, also, maybe I would recommend to a friend. Maybe I would ask them if they, were, they had thought about watching this. I would be like, hey, watch the um, this one. I'd watch the new one 2018 first and then watch the original because i want to see how they feel 
without watching it the opposite direction, you know, Ooh, or the option yeah. way. I want to see like how, yeah, how that would compare. Because that's what I, we at were the saying. Same time. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Spirit is nineteen seventy seven is going to end though, and you're going to be like, why? Why is this going? Why is this the second movie? What's happening? <laughs> One's done and one's not done yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm a very big like Lord of the Rings were long as a kid. I'm I'm old school. It's like why are these so long now? I don't know. I'm making a TV show. If you're gonna, I don't know. You, you don't eventually. like that. You, you know, think there's a Suspiria TV show? Suspiria, oh. a Netflix original, ten yeah. part miniseries. I couldn't even finish saying that. I knew exactly as It'll soon as I verbalized it. No, it's gonna be in Salem. It's gonna be on the nose. Yes, and it's gonna be like all like stereotypical horror movie style, like the haunted house and like and then jump scares. Sarah, yes, and Susie's character. I need to really solidify who they are in my head. Susie's character is gonna be probably like Russian or something. Or they're going to bring her from Berlin over. Americanize what is it. this? Uh, this is called the Harlem Shake. No. No, we got to be a little bit up on our time. Well, oh, TikTok dancing. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this this is called TikTok. TikTok. Oh, okay, but like when you were saying like um have an updated one where like you know the battles in yourself um yeah. there is tech witches now so like you use technology you use spreadsheets so like you could do a tech witch tiktok thing her uh, excel sheet is haunted oh my god there's i have a movie for us to watch <laughs> is it unfriended the dark web is it unfriended <laughs> no 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 there's another one with like haunted internet I'll send it your way if oh, I can remember. God. <laughs> yes. So, oh, uh, so the first one was about was about um, vampires. the The remake was about um, um, the war, and the third one's going to be about haunted spreadsheets. Cool. I can't wait. My iPhone is haunted. Oh God, the witches are coming out. <laughs> that would that be so like spooky. It's like you're going around with your light, and then like it goes off. You're like, no, my phone. And then it's Blair Witch. You're stuck in the woods. I mean, at this rate, the the next Suspiria movie might be a comedy. I'll uh, yeah. what we do in the shadows. Oh, maybe. Or it's I like... actually haven't watched what we do in the shadows. Oh, like I know it's it, great. but it's great. You'll yeah, I hear great things. I think you know my response. I'll recommend the first movie. Good. Like if you and if you want more, watch 2018. It's a little different. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did enjoy expanding the lore. I wish it was a mystery longer that they're to confirm their witches. I think that right. that was a big strength of the first movie. Right, because you didn't know what was happening. It's like, yeah, it's happening. Oh, they're witches. Yeah. But but with saying that it's Suspiria's story, it makes sense to know they're witches up front because then it is a good. I don't know. Maybe I just not letting go of the original and seeing this for what it is itself. And that's on me. That's on you. Yeah. So I'm going to hit you with two pieces of trivia with this. So. Uh, Luca Guanino 
another Italian man, Dario Argento did the first one. Luca did the second one. The person that was originally uh, attached to this project was the director that did the Halloween uh, 2018 sequel. Okay, is this why you think it's going to be a comedy? Because aren't those like comedies? Those are, no, those are not comedies. Oh, okay. Those are slasher movies. Um, <laughs> yeah, but some of them are kind of comedies. The, the, yeah, the earlier ones. We don't <laughs> we don't talk about those. Okay. Um, yeah. So I just wonder how different this movie would have been if he was at the helm. Yeah. Of, of that instead of uh, Luca. Um. I haven't seen the 20, you say 2018 Halloween? 2018, yeah. Um, I haven't seen that. My friends really like Halloween, so if you describe it a little bit, it might pop in my head. What's that one? So it's it's a direct sequel from the 1978 Halloween. Uh, it takes place 30 years later, or 40 years later. Oh, that kind of makes sense if they would want him, because that's like almost direct, like... Um, the time periods are kind of right, you know, 77, 78. Right. I like that. Yeah. And it's, it was, it was good. It was a good movie. How were their colors? That's, that's the important. (laughs) The colors are drab. Oh, but there were Halloween colors still. Okay. I'm just thinking of like a story standpoint, because like what he did was, I don't know. He elevated the story in a way where it's taking this old character, Michael Myers, and then mm-hmm. setting him in modern day and how that would work. While Suspiria is kind of a tread. It's like, it's like the same story going on, you know? Yeah. Instead of like, okay, what's the next step from this? I think, yeah, I think a modern Suspiria could have played could play very well yeah hmm i'd like to see a modern suspiria and not like our jokey one in salem with tech i mean there could be tech witches but like it would be cool i don't know how old they maybe they could set it up now because like Susie could have kids and then it's an older it's like Susie's daughters running it or you know descendants running it oh my god what could have been? Yeah. Oh, well. And I'm going to leave you with this. So we talked about Dakota Johnson, and she's like, she was so stellar in this movie. Yes. She said, after filming Wrapped, like, her going through that whole filming process, she said, fucked her up so much, she needed to see a therapist after concluding filming. Wow. <laughs> I was like, no kidding. This movie was fucked up and crazy. It was fucked up. I'm like trying to think like what Dakota Johnson's character went through. Like she just kind of like it's not what happened. Nothing bad happened to her character, I guess. It's like I wonder she was probably there for filming and everything. But just like. I mean, seeing people going like, whoa, 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 butt naked, covered in blood. In front That's true. Of a huge statue of a god. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, well, I guess I'm just thinking of like, um, I mean, 
an acting standpoint, like what, I mean, what you're reading through, I guess, can totally get to you. But like, if I was like Sarah's character or like Patricia or like, or Olga, Olga. I would, if I had to act, if that happened to my character as Olga, uh, if I, if I played Olga, I think I'd, yeah, I would need therapy. Be like, oh, seeing my body like that and on screen, you know? What brings you in? Well, uh, I played this character where they got folded seven different ways. <laughs> yeah, like I hope she, I hope whoever played Olga never watches the movie for like her her mind. Like I, I could not survive that. <laughs> no, I get that. Yeah, that was rough. But yeah, Dakota Johnson was, was shook. <laughs> yeah, we were all Good collectively shook. Good on her for getting help. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I highly recommend. Highly no recommend. joke. No joke. Well, Allie, we're at the end of the road, and we talked about Suspiria. Did you enjoy the movie? Yes. It took it took me a while to get there, but I did. I think there was, there was really good choices made, and it's definitely, you know, if there's some parts I didn't like, but that doesn't mean it didn't work and it wasn't right, you know? Right. It was a solid movie. Yeah. Yeah. It just wasn't my movie, but I definitely see see the gems in it. Is this yeah. a good Halloween movie? Depends on your Halloween. Like, I wouldn't play this at a Halloween party because I think your friends <laughs> might be like, I got to go home. What are you watching? Listen, um, I need to leave. Yeah. This is definitely for your, like, your slasher horror like gory friends like if you want to have a halloween night and watch scary movies yes definitely right well uh, maybe because this is a long one maybe if you can watch it like 1.5 yes <laughs> so you can get if i have a halloween night i want like maybe three movies you know <laughs> maybe have it on mute in the background during the party yeah you could well i was just thinking yes you would want mute because like olga screams like oof. Ugh. yeah that's yeah, fun. it was not. It was still not fun the second time. So yeah, like you know it's coming and still oh gross. Poor Olga, poor one out. Poor Olga. Yeah, well I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was a good time. I think if you want to add it to your Halloween playlist, yeah, I think it's definitely deserving a, a spot. But I, I would say the original is more deserving. The original it would be really cool to play in the background at parties because oh I think God, it's yeah. it's more fun. To, I had more fun. No, I had a lot of fun talking about this one, but I feel like I felt more energized about the first one, like coming into our discussion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> we live and well, learn. Yeah, we're off the fences. Off we the liked fence. it. It was yeah. good. Yeah. Allie, it's time to conclude the show. You're not streaming anymore, are you? I am not. I was thinking about getting back into it. I kind of want to play Final Fantasy fourteen again and just be a Lollafell and just like craft and just like talk and craft. So like I'm thinking about that okay. right now. But right now I'm just at home. Still on I like juice boxes on Twitter. So I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, and I'm just I got my little black cat and she's she's my little darling and I love her and I wake up to feed her and love her every day. Your little Sabrina. Yep. Sweet. Well, mm -hmm. I always enjoy talking with you, and I look forward to doing our Christmas movie with Aaron. And I will watch it unless we 
specifically planned that we're going to watch it together and be cute. I'll make it very explicit. <laughs> so. Well, it was like the first after pandemic. So I was like, oh, yeah, this could be so fun. <laughs> and I, I have a wild imagination. <laughs> I thought you said, never said that. <laughs> no, I, I know you never said. As soon as I went, oh, that's just on me. <laughs> it was just a fever dream. <laughs> I was just too excited. <laughs> well, Allie, until next time. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. Until next time, stop that scroll and spend more time watching. Goodbye, everybody. That's it for this time on The Syndicate. We hope you enjoyed yourself. Keep the conversation going by adding us on Instagram and letterboxed at Syndicate. Or join the Discord server where you can catch Armand along other podcasters and listeners at syndicate.com slash discord. And until next time, stop that scroll and spend more time watching. Goodbye.